the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. So, I just want to share a little story before I begin. I got a bunch of papers here for the homily. It's not that much, but this reminded me so much of Father Jack Sparks, because he would come with all these papers and start preaching and start sorting through them all the time. I love you, Father Jack. Very important piece of our journey. Um, So today we celebrate the Holy Cross. It comes in mid-Lent, the end of the third week, as a refreshment on our Lenten journey. Today, the tree of paradise is planted in the middle of the church, the tree of life, the life-giving cross. Today, it gives us light, encouragement for the remainder of our Lenten travels. In Matins, we hear these beautiful words. When on this day we look at the precious cross of Christ in faith, let us adore it. Let us rejoice and embrace it ardently, beseeching our Lord, who of his own choice gave himself to be crucified on it, to make us worthy of adoring his most precious cross so that, free of all defilement, we may attain the day of the resurrection. So very beautiful words for us to be encouraged today. The epistle also is a great encouragement to us. It says, he bore our sins and burdens. He took upon these sins himself so that he would be with us in our struggles. He didn't abandon us. We have a world that's full of difficulty. And he came into the difficulty. To be with us in the difficulty, not to be apart from it, not to be above it, but to be with with us in it. This This is our God, the suffering Christ, the one who gave his life for our sake, who took on and lived in this world so that he could live with us in our struggles. This is a very, very encouraging thing to us. So, those important things for us. But let us move to the gospel. We hear these words in the gospel. If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever would save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in glory of his Father and with the holy angels. So these are obviously more serious words for us. And they beg us to ask uh, more serious questions of ourselves. So when I come this day to honor and venerate the cross, am I coming Willingly, ready to follow Christ and bear the crosses he's given to me? Am I bearing all these crosses, sharing and participating with Christ in his cross? Do I kiss the cross today 
with love, gratitude, respect, and repentance? Or will I come and demonstrate just it to be a superficial act and not a change of life or habit? So we come to this place every Lent, and we've, we've had the Lenten struggle. We've been on this struggle. And God is, gives us these moments in Lent to change us, to mold us, to be more like him. And we come to this moment when we venerate the cross and we're, we're making our veneration before the cross, saying, Lord, help me, change me, mold me, use me, do these things for me, please. I'm serious about being a better Christian. So we venerate with that in mind. I, I'm serious about being better. Lord, help me. May the power of your life-giving cross help me. So, more encouragement in this regard. Let me read some um, from St. John Maximovich. These are very beautiful words on his homily on this day. By the cross, the Son of God, having become man, accomplished our salvation. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. Now this is very beautiful. Having stretched out his hands upon the cross, the Savior with them, as it were, embraced the world. He's stretched out his hands to embrace the world. And then this. And by his blood shed on it like a king with red ink, he signed the forgiveness of the human race. He embraces the world and he signs the forgiveness of his human race with his blood. St. John goes on. The cross of the Lord was the instrument by which he saved the world after the fall into sin. Through the cross he descended with his soul into hell so as to raise up from it the souls of those who are waiting for him. By the cross, Christ opened the doors of paradise, which had been closed after our first ancestors had been banished from it. The cross was sanctified by the body of Christ, which was nailed on it when he gave himself over to the torments and death for salvation of the world. In itself, it was filled with life-giving power. So, we have this beautiful day to celebrate and honor the cross and to renew our commitment to Christ and be uh, moved forward on our Lenten journey. So let me encourage you with a few words from the hymns of the cross. Uh, the hymns state this, that the cross wipes away the tears of sorrow and brings us boundless joy. You know, we all have difficulties in life. We've had them. We may be in them now. But when we see the power of the cross and understand that, that when we touch that power of the cross, that, joy be, that sorrow becomes joy. That begins to turn to joy. It's, it's, a, it's counterintuitive. How do you step into joy? How do you step into sorrow and find joy? The cross. You touch the cross. It turns that sorrow into joy. You know the words that the Lord says, if you, 
tried to save your life, you lose it. But if you lose your life for my sake, when you bow to the cross, your life will be saved. You know, I remember this so much with uh, Kevin's struggle when Kevin was going through all his struggles. Um, there were very, obviously, very difficult times in that for us and for him. But there were these moments, these moments of joy that just rose up. Powerful. Because we were touching, and he was touching the cross. He was touching Christ's sacrifice for him. And we, we, we found that joy. So when we touch that cross, that joy begins to grow in us, even in the midst of our sorrows. The uh, hymnity goes on and says, the cross drives away demons. And as soon as I thought about that, I thought of St. Anthony the Great. (laughs) So I grabbed uh, some of the hymns around St. Anthony, and here's what it says about St. Anthony and driving away demons with a sign of the cross. A radiant and steadfast pillar of the virtues, you were protected, cloud, as you saw the face of God and led from earth to heaven, those who followed you into the desert. You destroyed the sea of the passions with the staff of the cross. Drive away demons. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. I cross myself. How many times do you have to cross yourself to cast off the demonic thoughts? How many? As many as you need. Unlimited. I don't care how many you do. Three, twelve, a hundred, two hundred, all night long. Whatever you do, it will banish the demons. Don't forsake it. Don't say, oh, that's too many. It's never too many. So use that power. Use that power, beloved. He says, uh, the it's a rampart about the church. It surrounds the church. It protects the church from uh, the wiles of the evil one, from the onslaught of the world. You know, I was going to do this, but uh, I forgot. I was going to go around and count how many crosses there are around in the church. There's hundreds of them. They're They're on vestments. Look at those vestments over there. They're on the vestments. They're in the hands of the martyrs. Why are they there? Because it's a rampart around the church that protects the church. It protects the church. The cross is a protector. Have it in your homes. Have it on the doorway when you go out. Use that power, beloved. It's a protector. It's a great protector for us. Uh, The cross is the bestower of mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Remember, Father... Lawrence Russell was here once, and he gave us talking. And he said, you know, we pray, Lord, have mercy, three times. We pray it 12 times. We pray it 40 times. We pray it 100 times. And he says, you know, we need so much mercy, we can't pray it enough. We should never get, oh, here comes the 100. Here comes the 40. This is too long. We should never do that. 40 times 40. The more, the more, the better. It's a power, beloved. It's a power. When we cross ourselves, it's a power. 
It's an invincible weapon. It says, this is one of my favorite stories of all time. Uh, but I would encourage you not to do this. St. <laughs> Gerasimos was a great monk, and he was walking out one day, and a lion showed up with a thorn in his paw. And the lion looked very sad, so St. Gerasimus crossed himself and went over to the lion and pulled out the thorn. This is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I say, don't do this. You're not St. Gerasimus. Pulled out the thorn, and the lion followed him back to the monastery and lived with him until St. Gerasimus died. A week after St. Gerasimus died, the lion died. I, I always think about people that went to visit him and go to his, his, his cell and, and, and talk to him and sitting next to him has been a lion. <laughs> like, who is this guy? The power of the cross. He crossed himself and went to pull the thorn. The power of the cross, beloved. And finally, unbroken stronghold. Your life, beloved, use it, wear it, kiss it. It's a powerful thing. Don't just let it be kind of a, a, a habit. Allow it to become something that gives you power and strength and encouragement and, 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 and allows you to live your life more in a holy way, in a holier way. So always be in that, in that way. So the power of that cross is so uh, important that those that were caught in prison camps, in the Russian prison camps, when they couldn't, if they crossed themselves, they would be beaten. They'd be, they'd be uh, more tortured. They're tortured already, but they'd be more tortured. So how did they cross themselves? With their tongues. <laughs> they crossed themselves with their tongues. They used their tongues to cross it because that was the power. They knew they had to do this. It wasn't enough not to do this. So even there, they were able to cross themselves, even there. So we can do it. So, beloved, this is a great day for us, a great day of encouragement, a great day to lift our souls, to, in, to give us the power to continue to journey through Lent and to live this holy life that God has given to us. So let me just end with uh, these last words from the matins that I uh, began with. When on this day we look at the precious cross of Christ in faith, let us adore it. Let us rejoice and embrace it ardently, beseeching our Lord, who of his own choice gave himself to be crucified on it, to make us worthy of adoring his most precious cross, that, free from all defilement, beloved, we may attain the day of the resurrection. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.